Hey, Supreme Resort fans, it's Jimmy and Eric. That's where you say something. Oh, you want me to talk too? Hey, good morning. Hi. Good, good day <laughs> to you. Good day. So, listener, just before we uh, have you listen to this uh, latest episode, uh, 2020 was a really crazy year. I think we can all acknowledge that, and I think it goes without saying, but it turns out we recorded an episode last January, and Eric, I think this was the first episode you actually were on. Uh, yeah, yeah. This predates the um, the episode where you wanted me to judge, uh, what's it called, uh, the uh, the Tiki Rooms, and then mm-hmm. you just came in and said Disneyland is better. So that made my job real easy on that episode. But <laughs> that's right. That was a that was a quick one. Uh, anyway, also we had coincidentally we had uh, Christy make her first appearance on that episode that we recorded in January of 2020. Yeah, it was great to have her on. Uh, we had been. It was just one of those random occurrences where we, everything sort of aligned and she was able to join us and it was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah. So um, it, we recorded it last January and it's some, you know, between shutdowns and everything else, uh, it got lost in the shuffle and uh, we just kind of recently came across it and we thought we would publish it for June of 2021. We haven't listened to it back yet since we recorded it, but I, you know, I'm sure it's fine, right? Yeah, of course it is. But it, you know, it's one of those things. It's we considered it to be uh, really useful to cover because as we're trying to get through all of Frontierland in the next few months here, right? Uh, this is uh, this is a good chance to do that, and we are, we already did it. That's true, we did, and uh, I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. You know, it's like a it's like a, a time capsule. You know, this is all pre pandemic and. You know, kind of everything was moving and shaking and we were all had all the, you know, plans of all the things we were going to do. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to listen to it. Time capsule or time, time castle? Oh, time castle. Uh... Anyway, listen to the castles episode, the first one. And also get weenie shirts. These They're flying off the shelf. We got like orders for five or six of them just yesterday. Wow, that was yeah. pretty quick. I haven't yeah. ordered mine yet. Yeah, get your weenie shirts, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Eric, thanks for joining me on this little bumper. And uh, folks, uh, be good to each other and enjoy the show. From the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review, starring Wally Bogue, Donald Novus, Betty Taylor, and the gorgeous Golden Horseshoe Girls. And now, Professor LeVere, if you please, the overture. Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land View World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort, ride by ride, land by land, park by park, to determine which is better. I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long, elusive question, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Joining me to help find the answer from Dan Hates the Beatles is Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. I hate the Beatles. and But you know what I love? I love the fact that my improv team, Terror Squad, has so many shows coming up. Uh, we're actually on the front page of our theater's uh, website. It's That's Finest City Improv. Um, right. We have... Like three shows in March, a show in June. They, I guess they just finally realized, you know, what they had on their hands. And mm-hmm. um, I'm really happy. So I think things yeah. are really looking up. I've seen you do improv and that is the end of the list who has seen you do improv. Jeremy yeah. is sadly, uh, he's traveling. He's in Shanghai Disneyland, everybody. 
so he will be missed, of course, but I hope he brings us all back something nice, like a sick souvenir would be awesome That'd from be China. Nice. Um, so in his place, we would like to introduce a new voice to the podcast. He is from our uh, pretty recent sponsor, Concierge. We have uh, Eric Johnson. Eric, welcome. Hi, guys. Uh, Hi. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Nice to meet you. Uh, Eric has also has a longtime friend who also loves the Disney park. So let me introduce Christy. Hey, everybody. So happy to be here. So excited. Thank you. We're excited to have you, too. So, Eric, um, I, I know you do some work with concierge. Do you want to tell us a little bit about concierge and what they're about, what they do? Yeah, uh, sure. Um, concierge is your magical vacation uh, concierge. Uh, we're... we're here to to make sure that you have a really great experience from from the very beginning if you're new to going to disney parks uh if you're a seasoned veteran there's something that we can do for everybody we will sit down with you and learn about you and your family and your your wants your needs your disney history you know mm-hmm. and we can uh craft a a, a travel plan for you based on what you love and and what you what you want out of a vacation we'll take that time to to get to know you more than any of those other those other companies out there um we're we're in it for for the families to to make long you know long lasting experiences eric i have a question for you um because i'm i'm going to be getting my an annual pass again for the first time in 10 years i remember that Um, it's gonna be march 11th i'm really looking forward to it um is there anything that you can help me with because i plan on going a lot yeah absolutely uh i mean i have an annual pass uh i I have Uh an annual pass in disneyland and in walt disney world oh um yeah i got the premiere like like jeremy i mean i've been listening to the show jeremy and i both have the same pass nice um uh, what we can do, we can certainly help you pick uh, good good hotels in the area. You mm. live, you live in mean, San Diego. Well, okay. technically La Mesa. I just find I just signed a two year lease uh, with my apartment. You know, with I'm just your thinking, roommate, like, yeah. yeah, like we're hardly ever home at the same time. So I just right. figure, why not? You know. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. So that's a little little ways away, but uh, I mean, I assume. I mean. Do you usually stay at like a hotel when you go up to the parks? Um, I I can. I mean, if it would make us, you know, better friends, I can certainly think about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's cool. There are a lot of a lot of uh, different hotels around the area that you could try out. Um, and what we can help you with, we've got a, a few people on the team that um, have worked for uh, worked for Disney, and they've oh, worked wow. in the parks. And they, hey Jimmy, a, you worked for Disney, right? I know. I I was listening to him talk, and I'm like, God, I would love to do something like that. Like, I I love planning trips for people. It would be really awesome to to be a vacation planner. I know mm. it's early, but be a concierge would be kind of cool. Also, okay, Eric, maybe, Eric, maybe. and Eric and Christy, I'm not sure if you know this, but Jimmy got married at. Uh... God, this again. Well, uh, I've I've been listening to the show, so I I know. So you know, but. Hey, let's let's make this a uh, let's make this a job interview, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, um, yeah, um, yeah. Disneyland and Disney World is awesome. And uh, what about um, what about uh, like like what if I wanted to get dining or something like that? Well, yeah, we can definitely help you with that. So after we've we've worked with somebody like Dan, who's been to the parks a million times and has an annual pass, we can get 
we can help you find good deals on hotels in the area, whether it's a Disney hotel or one of the good neighbor hotels. Um, then once you're you're kind of in with us and we know what you like, we, we'll help you get your your dining reservations together. Um, we can we can do that. We can arrange. Um, well, if you're going to Walt Disney World, we can arrange your fast passes. But right. uh, Disneyland will will help you understand Max Pass if you don't know about that system. Um, you know, we can kind of you know, give you give you the tools you need to to come in and hit the parks running. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine the parks without Max Pass. It's just like I don't even know why anyone would go. It's pretty it was handy. kind of a game changer. I love it. Right. Yeah. I, well, so f- as far as my interview goes, obviously, I know that the uh, emotional whirlwind inside out ride recently opened and uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens on March 5th. So that's that's supposed to be a game changer. Uh, yeah, well, in Walt Disney World, it opens. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, they, they, they don't have a date on Disneyland yet, but uh, Emotional Whirlwind. Um, fun, fun fact. <laughs> uh, uh, with Emotional Whirlwind, um, r- you know, remember in the movie where they have the broccoli pizza and yeah, yeah. Lewis mm-hmm. Black- pizza. congratulations. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they have broccoli planted out in front of the in front of the ride. That's very clever. Oh, I love right? that. We'll so have to smart. do a show on that at some point. We'll do uh, Emotional Whirlwind versus. I don't know some other IP thing. I don't know spinny spinny thing. Okay, that's cool. I would listen to that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would be I would be riveted. I think. Yeah, Um, and uh, so outside of concierge, what do you do? Uh, I'm a I'm a pharmacist. Oh, you're a scientist. I'm a scientician. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) I oh I have another question for you. As you know, our most recent episode uh, was. Uh, the case of the haunted mansions, Disneyland versus Magic Kingdom. Uh, how do you think that went? Because I know that I know that was probably pretty controversial. It was kind of divisive. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was super tense. Um, I'm 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 pretty okay with the result. I mean, really, I grew up with the Walt Disney World version. Okay. I, I, I didn't I didn't right. go to Disneyland until just uh, just three years ago. Um, oh, 2016 you're... was my first trip. You know, you're one of the only people I've ever talked to who later in life um, started, you know, their Disneyland experience. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so, you mm. know, it's uh, it's it's easier to get to Walt Disney World than to get to Disneyland. I didn't know. I didn't even know about Disneyland until way later. Um, you didn't know it was a and thing? And really, it was listening to Ears Up that, that kind of got me uh, ready for my first trip. It was it, it, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. That I'm now on an Ears Up podcast talking about things. Yeah, on the the Ears Up extended podcast universe. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Christy, what about you? Tell us about your, uh, what do you do outside of going to Disney parks? It's very exciting. I'm a business analyst for an insurance company, which basically means I look at code all day and do analytics. So super fun. All right, moving on. I have a friend who's really into insurance. You should, I should, uh, I should, I should reach out to her at some point. Is, did I meet her, Dan? I feel like I met her in uh, San Diego. I think Fugos. that yes, you probably have. Yes, was it Audrey? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's funny. She's yeah, funny. we <laughs> she should think about doing something with her. We yeah. I mean, we're. I don't know. Everyone's real busy right now, so. I think yeah. it's a good idea, but you know, like there's a lot of work going on. I'm, you know, you know, planning on doing a lot of trips to Disneyland, like I was talking right. about. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yep. but it's, I mean, yeah, it's a really, um, it's a really cute idea. I think that, you know, if, 
if only there were more time then yeah um, totally yeah you know yep yeah it's the first show of 2020 i'm really excited i've got uh, so many trips planned and our family's doing a road trip this summer and i'm really excited about what this is you know this is kind of my year you know like everything has been built up and i just see so many positive things happening and so many places to go, so many trips to plan. I, you know, going to all the. I'm, I'm planning to go to all the U.S. parks this year. Uh, Disney Ooh. Park specifically, yeah, that's the goal is to get to all. Uh, that's seven, cool. Or five, six, sorry, six. Yeah, we head to Disneyland Paris in four weeks. For the first oh, it's time, the best Disneyland Paris is the best. You're gonna love I it. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. Thanks, concierge. Oh, concierge <laughs> did that for you. They do more they than just yeah. Disneyland they plan and Disney the whole World. Thing. Really? No. That's really cool. Yep. Yeah, we do, we do Paris and the cruise line as well. And nice. Adventures by Ooh, Disney. cruise line. You know, I think I would like to finally go on a cruise. Oh, uh, cruises are the maybe best. Maybe this summer. Oh, this would be the perfect world. Oh, this totally. would be the perfect year for that. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I get what uh, you're saying, Jimmy. I feel like this is my year, too. I feel like... Um, you know, I've been, as as people know, I work in the education industry and there's a uh, a group of kids that I've been working with. I'm really looking forward to seeing them graduate. And um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I just kind of feel everything coalescing and I just see nothing but good things happening. Yep. To you know, and I'm usually not that positive. And it's so it's That's just true. It's kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if I'm feeling this, then it must be true. Hey, there's a new milkshake at Carthay Circle. You're going in March, right? Yeah. To Disneyland. Yeah. And this uh-huh. this milkshake has a brownie in it, like sticking Ooh. on top. So I what? think I want to come with you and we can just share it, right? Oh, that'd be we great. Because it's the, probably the way too big, right? I, oh, it's totally big. And then there's like nuts in the brownie and all that stuff. We just, oh, yeah. we just yeah, share yeah. a straw. And you know what? I know that you don't like... I know you don't like nuts, so if you happen to get any nuts in the straw in your mouth, you mm-hmm. can just take it out and just just hand it to me, and I'll I'll eat them. Oh, you're such a good friend. I know. Hey, yeah, did you guys not hear... everybody would share like that. That's yeah, great. that's yeah. not gonna happen. Did you guys hear that uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry just left the royal family? That happened today. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I I know they, we don't. Get... Can you leave? What I guess How do you, leave? I think you could do that. I don't know. And I don't know if it's because of those brush fires from Australia, if like they're like related, because I know Australians came from the UK. I don't know if yeah. they're related. Yeah. And also, I've been getting. I feel like if you can quit being Pope, then you can also leave the royal family. Mm. Good point. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. Um, and I've really been getting into stocks lately, but we'll, oh, we'll talk yeah. about that later. I don't. I don't yeah, wanna, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Uh, well, actually, but, well, Jimmy, I, I, I know you helped me out with that a lot um, because, as you know, I just – I like making investments in stocks and you mm-hmm. advised that I, I get rid of a lot of ones that just weren't looking good. Like I got rid of this weird company called Zoom uh-huh, and yeah. something – so like Grubhub. I don't know what I – just, I just went for it because it sounded like Grubs and I like The Lion King. Well, so. yeah, and you know, like I mean people like going out. To restaurants and stuff you know what i mean right and like no it's a good point all, there's already what do they have we have um uh what's the the go to meeting we have um mm-hmm. uh, oh, microsoft teams well, yeah. maybe. well that new that that new thing yeah that yeah. teams i haven't but what's the other what's one it, it's uh it's brand uh, new skype everybody's on skype right 
Yeah, Skype is yeah. really yeah, that's Skype. that's the future. The future is Skype. I don't you were you're right. I don't I don't know why this Zoom. I just I, I'm a sucker for things with like fancy names with these in them, I guess. Yeah, totally. yeah but I have to say, guys, it, it, like I live I don't I don't know if you know this. I live in I live in the mountains of Colorado and mm-hmm. like I, I've I can't get delivery of, of food up here really. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, I have to go downhill and get everything. So Grubhub doesn't come up here. Yeah. Like, Amazon, nah, yeah. Amazon right. won't deliver groceries magically to my door. Right. Um, right. So I, I like to go down. Uh, I, we, we go downhill all the time to to get dinner. We like to go to restaurants. We love going to the movies. My wife and I go to the movies literally every week, Monday yeah. night, mm. date night, movies, um, dinner at the movies, Alamo Drafthouse. I love it. And that's, oh, another, that's one of those things that will never change. Right. Everybody's no. going right. to do that. It's a staple of our society, just like buffets. That's right. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So let's get into it. So today's episode is The Case of the Horseshoes, Golden v. Diamond. Um, our two guests have, they, they're big fans of these horseshoes. And so Eric's going to be arguing for the Golden Horseshoe Review, opened in 1955. And Christy will be arguing for the Diamond Horseshoe which is open in 1971. Uh, Dan will be the judge. I, I, because we have two, I don't know what I'll be. So I'm just kind of here. I don't know what, what mm. that role is. We haven't really done this before. So I'll be around. Stenographer. How about stenographer? I'll be, Oh yeah. The one that types. Yeah. Yeah. That'll I'll be, be the awesome. typist. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Typist. <laughs> I like it. I'm really far behind already. All right. 2020 <laughs> best year. Everything's normal. <laughs> um, okay. So, if the golden horseshoe gets a point, and oh, by the way, Dan's the judge. Uh, yeah, if the golden horseshoe gets a point, you will hear this sound. That dance he gave old Bill the willy, so he wrote them little fillies. Oh, I like that. We haven't heard that before. Mm, yeah, what is that? Yeah, that's a, it, that's a little clip from uh, from the Golden Horseshoe Review. Uh, it, it, what, it's not like the original iteration, but that, that's Betty Taylor. We'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, that that's... Um, and what are they the, referencing? The Ballad of that? Pecos Bill. Oh, Pecos oh. Bill. Interesting. What you know? There's a restaurant, the Pecos Bill restaurant in Disney World, in, right? Oh, in Disney so. World. We should yeah. think. About I that. love that restaurant. We I think, think it's it. it's the best Mexican place at uh, at Disney. Oh, at all the Disney? At all the Disney? Have you not <laughs> heard of Rancho del Zocalo? Uh oh. I I like I think- Rancho. I really like Rancho, but Pecos Bill totally wins. Interesting. We need to do that episode. Yeah, I think we should have Eric back for that. Yeah, that'd be. Would you be willing to come back? Yeah, sure. No, I, 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 I know a lot about Pecos Bills and in Rancho, and I would love to, uh, to duke it out over this crucial topic. I know you're probably a little starstruck, but as long as you're comfortable um, coming back, that'd be great. If if Diamond Horseshoe gets a point, you will hear this sound. <laughs> All right. Why, um, Christy, do you want to explain that one to us? That's my doorbell. Okay. Um, we probably should have coached Christy a little bit in advance on the sounds <laughs> that we uh, like to choose for the show, but that's fine. You're happy to have you. Uh, it's good to have a, a female voice uh, who knows very little about the parks. Um, so. <laughs> not, not offensive at all. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm just joking. I, I'm teasing. We know. We, we, we know. kid on this show. You, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, that being said, I'm going to sit in the background and uh, listen to the show away. while Eric uh, take it away. All right. Uh, today, I ask your honor. Oh, yeah, it, we did discuss who who, who doesn't the have judges. No. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that formal. You just didn't I already say can, today I was the judge? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm yeah. You did. You did. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm just. Uh, yeah. It, well, I mean, I wrote out like a a little little. I love look, I, I as somebody who spent 25 hours researching for the last the previous episode. Oh, yeah. I'm letting you I'm know still now. A little angry about like, that. Just you know, Sounds just just better. go with it. Just wing it. No, that's my natural right. speaking voice. But I. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. I mean. Okay. Well. Well. Let me just say. Um, uh, it, just to open, I I would like you to consider uh, the very real possibility that Disneyland's Golden Horseshoe is the supreme horseshoe restaurant slash review slash swear? saloon. Hmm? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Supreme did. <laughs> I will endeavor to describe <laughs> the site's history to set context. I will describe the design of the building and the details that went into it. You will hear about details on food and entertainment offerings present at this very time, today, right now. And we can explore together the importance of this building to its frontier land surroundings. Uh, let us proceed. Okay. I thought you were going to say, let us pray. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys see oh, the Disney Skyliner like, like a week or so after it opened in September? Did you see that it crashed? I I heard about that. Yeah, I, I was I, I was there just a few weeks earlier, right before it opened, and I was really hoping that I could be one of the first people on the Skyliner. Um, I was staying at Art of Animation for the opening of uh, of Galaxy's Edge in in Florida. It was oh so cool. Every day I was I was standing over there listening to them like do construction noises. I don't. I don't know that they were constructing anything. There were a lot of noises. They're just making the noise. They just had some speakers yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just it's eating like sandwiches. The, it's like the, van- the vanilla, the vanilla scent that they pump out at the yeah. bakery. Yeah, right. or the popcorn. You know, yeah. but uh, there's nothing better than going on the Skyliner with like a packed group of people, like other, like other mm-hmm. families and stuff. You get yeah, to it's know a great each way other. to meet people. I yeah. know you get to chat, and you know it's. I don't know. I like it. Well, and so much excitement. Yeah. I think. I think it's like the being around the people reminds you that you're all about to share an experience, like you know, in close quarters. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a great time to interact with people and share your Disney experiences, and just mm-hmm. you know, really get ready to be excited and hit the ground mm-hmm. running. That face to face contact. Where oh, you're totally absolutely, you're, so yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Eric, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. We're we're. That was my, that was my opening, opening argument. All right. Yeah. My, okay. Yeah. Dan, run the show. <laughs> <laughs> there are reasons why I don't do that, but let's see. Um, Eric, do you also hate the Beatles? <laughs> I, I enjoy the Beatles. Okay. All right. I'm, wrong, I'm taking back over. Wrong, wrong Christy, answer. <laughs> Christy it's, it's your turn. Please tell us about your opening statement for the Diamond Horseshoe. You bet. Um, the diamond oh, horseshoe. Oh, that's right. I, that is the job of the judge. I'm oh. sorry. Uh, Christy, forget <laughs> what that strange man just said. Um, the one in the quarter typing? Yes. We don't even know. He, it's it's just like from The Shining. He's just typing. <laughs> he's just mm-hmm. typing the same thing over and over again. His um, hair slowly gets bigger. Right. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> Christy, um, please share with me. <laughs> Shelly Duvall why gets you nervous. Think, uh, yes. Why you think uh, the diamond, do what Eric just did, but for the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I too will share some history of the diamond horseshoe. And as Jimmy told you, it was an opening day attraction. And I will tell you about the shows. I will tell you about the food. And right now today, how you can enjoy this amazing special building and its Mm -hmm. connection to Frontierland. So I'm really looking forward to sharing what I found. Okay. Today is Um, January 8th, 2020. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, So uh, I don't really have any points to give from that, um, but I am curious. Basically, I don't know what your notes are. So um, let's say you both talked about history. So why don't we start at the very beginning where it all started with the mouse, with the history. All right. Yeah, I, my my plan was basically to talk a little bit about the history of the place, and then um, I know you you guys get into history a little bit, but there's so much history in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to talk about the history, and then now, talk about like before, there's no like cue here, right? Necessarily before we get into this, I do want to, in the spirit of fairness, um, and I know both of you know this, um, I have very 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 fond nostalgic. Uh, feelings for the golden horseshoe because when we would go there as a family every year for my birthday it was we would go there for lunch all the time and we would like my parents would almost fight people for us to get that booth on (laughs) the stage the walt disney booth that i did not know was the walt disney booth oh wow right and i don't know who they paid to get me on that stage almost every single time. It probably wasn't every time, but that's my memory. Um, however, that show doesn't exist anymore. So, and the diamond horseshoe I experienced in 1995 and I was granted. It's not the same. I was really impressed with what they did. So I'm in a fair place here, but I'm letting you know up front, Eric, um, Leaning too much on the nostalgic thing is just going to point out what's missing for me. Okay. Which you're welcome I, to do. And you could tell me to like put earmuffs on or something. <laughs> but I, I won't go into too much detail. Like, no, I've, I've, I've basically I've got the don't history. Re- don't count on that getting you a ton of points. But I, okay. and, and I think that that evens the playing field a little bit. Nice. Okay. And I do have, I, I, I have a little, a, a little, little trump card in my my pocket um uh, mm-hmm. he's the president <laughs> yeah. yeah um and uh yeah just a a memory of my own of the diamond horseshoe uh mm. because obviously i only went to disneyland the first time three years ago um, eric i know you're new to the show but you're arguing for the golden horseshoe <laughs> yeah but i want i have a memory of the diamond horseshoe that um it's it's distinct it's extinct well we'll we'll get there we'll get there let's start with can i should i you go wherever you want to start with the history okay Okay. yeah you you you're the one that built both of you built your arguments they don't have to be neck and neck one-to-one uh you know i'm 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 a fair and reasonable and very um uh emotionally balanced 
Mm, okay. All right. Diane Disney Miller claimed that July 13th, 1955 was the happiest day of her father's life. It's no surprise why. Walt spent the last year burning through loan after loan and his own personal funds trying to make his theme park a reality. And just four days before Disneyland would open, he celebrated his 30th wedding anniversary with Lillian throwing a pre-opening party. Ooh. After the guests... Yeah. I hope um, you after the guests took gift. Like, like the tree. Yeah. <laughs> the petrified tree. Yeah. <laughs> we should do a thing on that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> or you should. I don't know. I'm not Good on idea. this show. Well, you are now, so you can say Yeah, me. the way it's going, That's true. Uh, I don't think you ever will be. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I'm sorry. That was mean. I, I apologize. Wow. I'm not here. Jimmy, I'm he's a sponsor. <laughs> type oh, away. He's the typist. We love concierge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, after the guests took a trip uh, a trip around the rivers of America on the Mark Twain's maiden voyage, the party entered the Golden Horseshoe for the debut performance of the Golden Horseshoe Review. Walt got a little tipsy that night, and from his box at stage left, that's the right side of the room for you non-theater people. I heard this is a theater podcast. We are mostly an arts, an arts podcast, podcast yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, from that, that vantage point, uh, Walt fired finger pistols at the audience during the show. Um, he also fell asleep in the back seat of Diane's car on the ride home, clutching a map of his beloved park. How cute is that? That is a delightful image. Both. You know what? Two point. I, you know what? I, can I try something new? I want to try something new. Yeah, go ahead. Of course. I'm going to give two points for that. And I'm going to, I don't want to say I'm going to introduce it <laughs> because that would be presumptuous <laughs> but just on a whim i think uh yeah i'm gonna give two points for that we've story, never done that's, that before, that's wonderful i know right. i know wow okay waiting that's that dancing game, old Bill, the waiting Willie points i like it because it's in my favor mm. <laughs> you know what i love guys mm. what? what do you love touching my face <laughs> <laughs> i know it's it's such a nice feeling you just it, we, like when you're bored yeah, or whatever. Anytime. I like smelling my fingers. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> like what's or, that character from Saturday Night Live that puts her armpits in her? Oh, Mary uh, yeah. Oh, no, Mary Mary Gallagher. Oh, that's right. Yeah yeah. 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 I like after a long day coming home and just smelling where my fingers have been. Mm. Just it's it's like a postcard from the day. It is. It really is. Anyway, sorry. Really we're we're being to rude to, to our my guests. agent. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, please. Great. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. Uh, the show that debuted that night was the first of nearly 50,000 performances of the Gordon Hol- Golden Horseshoe. <laughs> Gordon Horseshoe also helped Gordon's design Horseshoe. the vehicles on Main Street. <laughs> also an admiral. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, the Golden Horseshoe Review. Um Wally Bogue, Betty Taylor, and Fulton Burley had long careers before Disneyland, but they would spend decades playing their roles in the review. I wonder if Julie Marsh and Donald Novus, the the two actors that started the show with Bogue, um, would have stuck around if they could have played the same role for 30 years. Maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. Um, The Golden Horseshoe Review helped put Disneyland on the map. 
the entertaining show encouraged raucous laughter and audience participation. They warned you ahead of time, though, as one of the lyrics went, The show is rather spicy. We thought we ought to warn you. Uh, Musical acts, prop comedy, dancing girls, that show had it all. It sure did. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Walt and Roy loved the show, and whenever they were in the park, Walt's box and Roy's table front and center would be saved for them in case they wanted to stop in for a performance. Um, Now, let's talk uh, historical sponsorship. Uh, from 1955 until 1982, Pepsi was the sponsor of the space and Ugh. the show, ensuring guests could see it without a ticket. Um, why would Pepsi end its sponsorship in 1982? Anybody know? Uh, wait, hold on. Um, New Coke. <laughs> no, but close. Frito-Lay. Pepsi. No, oh, because yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi and Frito-Lay were Cat. together, but... But no, 1982 is the year that Disney signed a an exclusive contract with Coke, with Coke. to provide. Yeah. Coke um, was new, new contract. Beverage. Coke. This is how <laughs> new, talk new now contract on Coke podcast talk. New Coke. That's why. <laughs> um, and then in 1982, Eastman Kodak picked up the tab for a whopping two years. Mm. Yes. Uh, the review ended in October of 1986. It would soon be replaced by a different act, the Golden Horseshoe Variety Show, or Jamboree, as it was sometimes called. Yes, uh, Billy... that's the one, Jamboree. In fact, I remember clearly as a young toddler child, um, <laughs> I would get the two mixed up in my brain, with, which you know has not happened since in any case. Uh, where uh, Country Bear Jamboree and Golden Horseshoe Jamboree. In fact, mm. thank you, Eric, for unlocking this memory in my brain mm. because I have I'm legitimately having a memory of experiencing um, the moment where my parents had to explain to me that both of those things could be a jamboree. <laughs> and what a jamboree that was, was your your definition of jamboree okay my, my yeah my definition of jamboree is there's bears on stage and they're singing to me right and then they were like oh golden horseshoe jamboree i'm like what where what what's where the, where are the bears anyway <laughs> this is just entertaining to me at this point hi me listening to this show how you doing <laughs> neat good uh, but yes that that jamboree ran until 1994 then Billy Hill and the Hillbillies started up on December 22nd, 1994. They were a bluegrass act uh, where the entire band was named Billy. All of the, the, the bands, not really, but that was what they did. Um, for a brief period of time, eight months, <laughs> lies, uh, a brief period of time from November 1999 to July 2000, um, the all-new Woody's Roundup showed uh in the space featuring characters from toy story acting out an episode of the tv show that was part of toy story 2 the movie oh with woody and and uh his buddies yes and jesse and jesse, um, thank you and the horse um clip clop what's the horse's name i don't know Bullseye. The horse's name. Bullseye, yeah. Bullseye, you're right. There we R- go. But yeah, R- they, they had a little episode that they would do, and they were even even their their characters on stage were a little bit like sepia toned. Interesting. Um, not oh, that's full cool. color. Was it was the uh, prospector in it? Um, I th- I don't know. I was Kelsey like Grammer say yes, in it, but he Kelsey Grammer. Well. I, bet, I bet he was. He was in the orchestra pit, um, oh, playing okay. the trombone. 
Um, right. So, okay, before I do this, Christy, yes. Diamond Horseshoe, did it ever host a Woody's Roundup or anything involving Woody? Nothing involving Woody, but we did have the goof. Oh, uh, I'm intrigued. That's right. I'm yes. not. I'm not done with shows, but okay. I, wait, I know. Wanna... I know. I'm. Okay. I'm just. We'll, we'll come back to it. I'm yeah. gonna award a point for Diamond Horseshoe. Oh no! That's right. The goof for 18 full minutes. You're welcome. I mean, you know, it, it's I've never not seen. Woody. I've never seen a goofy movie or the Goof Troop <laughs> or like a very goofy sequel or whatever it's called. But I wonder if like anthropomorphic dogs like the females would be attractive i don't see you being into that that's that would be kind of that's just out of character for you it does seem weird yeah yeah anyway sorry go ahead eric how long have you guys known each other oh exactly i don't know 25 years i think 24 24 that makes sense it was 90 whatever anyway go ahead eric i'm sorry you have more shows to talk about Oh yeah, yeah. Not not too much more. Um, we're we're getting close to uh, the present day. Um, so after Woody's roundup left, uh, Billy Hill came back onto the stage, um, and then we had a brief uh, melodrama called uh, Frontierland, the little town that could, for a few years. Um, that was an odd little extra thing, but it. Throughout that and after that, there have always been these little extra shows. They've had, um, they've had magicians do acts there. They have had uh, bigger names like um, Conway Twitty and Charo um, mm. in the oh evenings. Gosh. Even back when, even back in the seventies, when when the Golden Horseshoe Review was going on, they always had music there. So there have very rarely been times where there wasn't a show of some sort at the Golden Horseshoe. That's a good point. Okay, Christy, uh, Diamond Horseshoe, did they also have extracurricular activities? Um, I don't think they had extracurricular activities, but we did have Wally Bog relocate to Florida to get the show up and running in 1971. Oh this my goodness! Interesting. There was Wally a complete Bogue. relocation. Three years. Yep. Well, let's round that one point on up to five points total because that's awesome. Whoa. Wow. But I do want to give. Wait, we need the sound. Well, right. Uh, and then Golden Horseshoe. Let's say two additional points for trying, meaning having the extra. Because it, it is a thing that I've I've wondered a lot. And in fact, when they opened up, well, when they talked about opening up Westcott, <laughs> remember that? No, I do. Huh. Um, Thanks to Disneyland uh, Paris. Uh, yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Um, so when they talked about doing that and having like rotating live shows, I started thinking like, why don't they do that? Why, I mean, they have this, they have a stage here. We have a stage there. Why not like say, hey, Nickelback, come perform? Well, not Nickelback. <laughs> Thank you. Um, not Nickelback. Gallagher. <laughs> He's fine, right? Sure. Who's wait, who's a who's a completely non-controversial person who, who could come perform? Hansen. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody who's who's just a very safe choice that would be um <laughs> That wouldn't be too famous. Not like, well, someone, not like after the wardrobe malfunction. Who, right. Someone who just doesn't, who has like no scandals around them currently. Well, anybody that could... performs at um, 
at Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Do you have any ideas, Jimmy, of who whom that might be that we could include? Uh, Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I don't they think have he's Michael. There, has he? I was thinking more like a. Song? What's um, his famous song? It's what a fool believes. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's no, Christopher, Christopher Cross. Cross. Christopher Cross. That's Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross. I yeah. Love you're thinking of Michael McDonald. Michael with, McDonald. Uh, yeah. 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 Remember that I'm, song? I'm you just guys know that song. Have you heard that before? <laughs> I sure have. Take me uh, by the way, if you ever want a really good, easy listening 80s soft rock uh, playlist, plug that in on Spotify and make a radio station around it. Mm, yeah, rock. So, okay. So that was two points for Golden. Did we get the, uh, the sounds for that? Yeah, we did get the sounds for that. Perfect. So we're at uh, four for Golden and five for Diamond. Mm-hmm. A spiteful right. five. Ooh, yeah. spiteful five. You've heard the show. Um, <laughs> anything, anything else for history on the Golden Horseshoe? Uh, I think I'll, um, I'll, I'll stop while I'm behind. You're potentially uh, ahead. Let's be honest. But yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got the current status of, uh, of things happening in, in the shoe. Yeah. And I yeah. honestly, I think my the the spite points. I think it's I think it's a fair amount because that's a pretty big the Wally Bogue thing. Yeah, it is. No, it it's impressive. I mean, the guy did was basically there from the start all the way until the end, uh, but he spent a few years uh, doing it somewhere else. Yeah, because the kind of uh, elephant with horseshoes in the room that I'm in my oh, mind man. is it's like. <laughs> what is that here you have here here you have the longest running stage show like ever and you you, not only do you get rid of it but you don't bring it the easiest answer is that you just bring it back instead of the you know hey a day in frontierland or whatever which is cute but like if you're gonna not do if you're gonna make such an effort to not do the thing then just do the thing but it's not like a neg- it's not a point against. It's just a, it's just a question in my mind of like it's just such an odd choice, you know. Anyway, that's yeah. That's that's okay. not like a judgment okay. for or against. It's just kind of a question in in the air for me. I'm not expecting you to give an answer. It's just a thought. Deep diamond horseshoe with <laughs> How about diamonds? All right. Yes. How about Let's them diamonds? Move this thing along, everybody. <laughs> diamonds have value. Mm-hmm. And at the Diamond Horseshoe, um, it was an opening day attraction, as Jimmy mentioned. The original show was an hour and began at Magic Kingdom on opening day. The show was very similar to the one in Disneyland since the writer-comedian Willie Bog briefly relocated to Florida to get the new show Listener, that's running. Wally Bogue. Wally Bogue. <laughs> right. Wally Bogue. So, okay, so that way <laughs> She is. The, uh, uh, Randy Bogue. oh like bugs i got it now sorry um it featured live music sing-alongs can-can dancers and slew foot sue that's really hard for me to say and peco spill even showed up so they fleshed out the it would eric how long was the original show at disneyland 31 years that's a long show. That's a long time to sit down. Um, oh, 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 how long was the actual show? <laughs> yeah, um, minutes. Sorry, minutes. Uh, yeah, and it was about a half an hour. Um, okay. Based on it, it changed over the years because they had different songs and they had little things that they'd kind of 
put in and take out. So, but yeah, about a half an hour. I think I'm going to give a point. One point. I think, yeah, one point for Diamond Horseshoe, because I like that you, uh, as you probably know, I know, Jimmy, you know, some regular listeners of our brand new show probably know. Um, I enjoy being in an atmosphere, a a Mm well-done atmosphere, and this gives you like an hour to just basically soak it in and forget that you're also in a theme park. And I love that experience. Yeah. So one, one point Diamond. Well, I think what I found really interesting is they performed this show sometimes 10 times a day from 1971 until 1986. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, my theater exposure is very low. I mostly did tech stuff. But to be in a show 10 times a day for 15 years is it just it. I, I don't even think Cats has run that long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and that's, well, that's, that's an true thing. Well, and cats—that yeah, that is interesting. Cat, well, the cats are full of energy, so they they can do the ten shows. <laughs> well, they're also um, not dogs, I've heard. Right, correct, yes. correct. <laughs> uh, well, I think they probably had more than one cast, of course, you know. Um, but that well, is, that absolutely. is still impressive. Yeah, that is. Still right. I heard impressive. that the, the the cats musical Andrew Lloyd Webber. I heard mm-hmm. that they're making it into a movie. Oh, oh Jimmy, that's that's. We, I think they did. Huh. I think I think they did. Oh, they, I think it, it's did out it come now. out last year. Didn't it came out I in twenty nineteen. I'm pretty sure it's out. Did it? I th- yeah, I th- yeah. I'm pretty it came sure out in twenty nineteen. It came out. In dis- yeah. it came out last month. I haven't seen. Uh huh. Oh gotcha. And I think I, I yeah. I think I work either. at a movie theater currently, and I think I know that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're I, in the education industry. So well, so, you know, it's you know how much that pays. So the Wally Bogue thing, he was mm-hmm. at, at Disney World 71 to 86, did you say? Well, I don't think he was there the whole time. I think oh, he was okay. there like three years. But I mean, okay, the show didn't the show. change for 15 years and ran for ran as many as 10 times a day. He was like wow, the sourdough crazy. starter. Yeah. Sure. Oh, exactly. that's an Have interesting you, thing. Are you into Good sourdough analogy. at all? Yeah, yeah. Any of you I into sourdough? I think a lot of people are into sourdough. It's kind Maybe of a beer, right? It's probably not yeah. something that will catch on. No. no, I mean it's, it's really hard to do. You have to have yeah. a lot of time. It's easier just yeah. to go to the store every day and yeah. you know, pick up six or seven loaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one has any time for that. That's true. No. Yeah. All no. right, keep going, Christy. You bet. So it was changed in 1986, and at the time when it changed, it was um, recognized by Guinness as the longest-running stage show of all time because of the number of shows. So right. Yeah. Not the. I but guess the duration that, was pretty darn long. Oh, does that include, it, was, it was the volume. Yeah. So does, that, does that include the, the, the run at Disneyland also, or is that limited to the 10 shows a day for 15 years? Well, it's I, the Disneyland show. What? Yeah, Come on. Them Come on. It's the Disneyland show. I think is it was it the them two together? together? Well, no, because I could see how, like, because that thing, I think years, it only ran twice day. per day. At Disney World, at Disneyland, as far as I can remember, like I, I yeah, I'm, I think you're right because I re- I remember it, there being a time when it was a very specific thing. Are you going to go to Golden Horseshoe? Because we were going to go to Golden Horseshoe. There's no like I would be I would be impossible if we didn't go. I was a very well behaved child, and um, I I think um. I remember it at most maybe three shows a day. 
maybe. But again, that's just based on like my memory, which is, you know what? We should have some kind of a like a music for one for when one of us like goes on rambles for a while. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Some huh. rambling yeah. music. Yeah. But Eric, do you know yeah. the answer to that? Um, wait. Which question? How many times, How many a, day times it was done? a day? It, it can't be it, two. I know it was. I, I it was. There were times where it was two, and there were times where it was three. It's not. It wasn't yeah. consistent all the way through because these people. It was the same group of people doing it for so long. Yeah, I know that Betty Taylor, who wasn't the original, because um, she came in a year after the show started. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Taylor um, was the original. Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, but Betty Taylor actually holds a record for having nearly 45,000 performances of the same show. Wow. She did more performances than Wally Bogue so because Wally, there's no Wally way left for Disney World. There's no way it's twice a day for 30 years to get 45,000. It's got to be I more think than the, that. I think it's, I think it's honest. I think it's two or three. And I think that if you think about like, because part of the feature of these shows was come see Wally Bogue at this thing. Like that was part mm-hmm. of the, the promotion. So right. and that was only open and, five days a week then. Right. And then in between Wally Bogue is over at the Tiki room voicing like half of the birds. So he's a busy guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think it's a volume thing. Cause I really don't think that they ran that show more than three times a day. And I don't, I imagine it probably wasn't every day, at least in a well, heyday, you know? So here's the thing. I, I did the math. If you figure five days a week, because it was an open Monday or Tuesday, yeah. three shows a day, that's 780 in a year times 31. That's 24,000 performances. So, hmm. so the math so they had to have right done somewhere. it more. Yeah, they had to have. But yeah, anyway, but I not- mean, Wally Bogue and and Betty Taylor for a while held the the records for most performances of the same character. Uh, but I mean, they they performed it on national television. They performed it for for Nixon at the White House. They, yeah, I mean, they I performed no it they, at the Winter Olympics. I have they, no like, doubt they were doing statistics. It. I have no doubt that it's the longest running and all that stuff. But what I question is ten times a day when it's an hour long show. That is ten hours. <laughs> The parks are probably well, but it can't I do. be Wally every time. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's we're talking as many we're talking as at... ten times a day. I mean, it's yeah. not. It you know it wasn't doing that in off season. There's no way. Well, and I remember, and I, I hate to for just my memory to be our our reference here, but I do remember going in 1995 or 96. It must have been 96 when um, I was shocked that the first show was at like 10 a.m. and the park opened at nine. Yeah. So it does make sense. And I think they treat that, I think at least for a time, they treated that thing basically like it may as well be, uh, it may as well be the country bear jamboree, but with actual people, you know, like, it's just like, okay, we're open, start doing shows now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, they do the, the finding Nemo stage show. They do it five, six, seven times a day. And that's a, that's a big to do. And they're going all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. But you're right, Jimmy. There's no way they were doing it ten times a day, like all year round. There's just, you're just there's as many as no on a busy as day. As many as, open as. For right. That hours. does make they sense. Have multiple casts and whatnot. Well, but sure. I think I, I think this kind of goes back to one of the central things that we get into on the show, which is that like 
at Disneyland, it's this precious thing. And how dare we play it more than two or three times a day? Mm. I mean, beyond just the staffing, like it's the, it's a special thing. You like, well, yeah. you are, you don't have the you're capacity gonna, to, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there is the capacity, but at the same time, this feeling of like, it wouldn't feel special at Disneyland and it needs to feel special at Disneyland. If you were to say like 50 shows per day, you know, just be like, well, right. who cares? But it preserves yeah, that like, sense of like Phil magic at Disney world. Right. Yeah. It, it, but it, it presents it. It preserves this sense of like, Oh, this is a special occasion. Uh, if you can only go to like one or two, or you can only pick from like two to three, shows per day i'm gonna say actually i just talked myself into only one point because it's in the past but it's a it's an important thing for golden horseshoe um and i think that's the only backwards looking i don't know can't say that really but uh i think that's an important distinction it's just sort of like how the company has thought about these two places where one, it's just like, get them in, load them in, get all the people, you know, bring them down to each other's necks, which we all, I mean, that's enjoyable because we like being right. in the crowd like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a sense of excitement. Scooch um, to the center. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Make, make the, room for more people. One of my favorite people. things is mm-hmm. um, filling all the available space. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. It, well, it's, it's so efficient. Space. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and and so I, Dan, I think that's an interesting distinction between Disneyland and Disney World. Is is that? Yeah, I think you made a really good point. One is kind of processing people, and the other one is creating a more unique experience for people. Does that make sense? Right. And I don't think that one is necessarily inherently better than the other. If they were to try to do the special exclusive thing at Disney World, even I would be just like, okay, why? <laughs> you know. Right. I think it fits really well with both approach. Both approaches fit really well with the places that they're at. I mean, of course, it's a different thing currently right now, this very day at the Golden Horseshoe and probably at the Diamond Horseshoe as well. But it's just mm-hmm. now that we're here, it's something to talk about because that's okay. what the show is. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to. We should play that sound. And I should take my meds. Keep talking. I can hear you. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted to let you know if you want to see anything like, because like I said, the show was changed to the Diamond Horseshoe Jamboree in 1986. But if you want to see anything like the old show back in 71, you'll have to go to Tokyo. Um, they have a show like it in Tokyo, but it focuses more on the characters than the original show. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to let everybody know like you can get a taste of it in Tokyo. Haven't been yet. It's on the list. Is Not Wally Bogue playing there? <laughs> yes. He, they turned him into a, a part robot person. They might wheel him in on a dolly, but wasn't it Wally Bogue that was the, the model for the little dancing thing, like the the initial animatronic idea? Was no, he? that was, um, oh no, I should know this. It's all right. We um, can move on. Okay. So, so Christy, go ahead. Go yep. ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. No, you go ahead. I'll go ahead. I mean, if you, if you need me to back up and I'm going to go ahead, catch up on your typing, I'll, I can <laughs> restate anything you need me to. Eric, you go ahead. Great job. 
I go ahead? <laughs> oh, okay. Now, Christy, you go Great. ahead. Okay. So okay. the show was renamed Diamond Horseshoe Jamboree in 1986. This I found fascinating. It required advanced dining reservations for the first time in 86. The only way you could get those reservations was to be at Rope Drop in Magic Kingdom and go straight to Disney Anna Collectibles on Main Street upon arrival and get your reservations. Hmm. Wow. Because they didn't have any like apps or anything. Thank you. I was just like, well, why didn't they just get out their phone and pull up right? their app and just hit, you know, my Disney no, experience internet. or whatever yeah, and just you click have to it. Physically be there. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, you had to be there. It just could you it was make, such a moment for me. Could you make reservations at the location or was it just there? It said just there. And my guess is that I bet you could get all the way there. That makes sense. If everybody was going into Disneyana or Disneyana, um, it was on Main Street. So, I mean, I'm sure everybody just beelined right for there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, like... I, oh, I'm I, sure. I, I'm sure. Yeah. And you just unlocked another lovely memory, which was uh, hmm. when we would... When I would rush to the Blue Bayou early on, early in the mm-hmm. morning, right after... for And there was always a dilemma. Do I ride Pirates of the Caribbean first and then get the reservation? Or wow. do I... Yeah. Mm. So, I'm going to say... Um, Point for both of you for unlocking memories that I really Aww. am enjoying having. You know, I'm eventually going to have to answer my door, right? There's a line. So it's very important. It is super important. So in 1970. 1970- 1975 sorry we're going back 1995 pardon me reservations were no longer required and the show was changed a lot but it went back to the original name but guests could walk in anytime during the show purchase counter service food and watch the entertainment mm-hmm. up until two 2003 uh two points because that is such a fun feature and i got to experience that so that's what you were talking about when you got to just like you could walk in any time, yeah. Find your grab some food and just sit and enjoy the show. Well, and and the thing that I loved about that was it was totally a feature and not just a like, oh, no one's really coming, just come whenever you want. They even said like, yep, we have a show every hour. You can come and go as you please. Just if you want to just come in and get like they were they were saying and in character too. They were just like, right, yeah, just come in. We're always open. We have a show every hour. You can come get something to eat or. Or whatever, we'll have the show changes every hour. I was like, wow, that's really cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it's at this time that I can, I think it's an appropriate time for me to relay my, one of my most distinct memories from the Diamond Horseshoe, which was later. Eric stabbed a guy. <laughs> yes. Very appropriate time. Willie um, Bog. <laughs> oh, pardon me, Wally Bog. You're no Wally Bogue. Step, step, step. <laughs> so bad. Uh, but because it, it was the same, the same model of walk-in counter service, pick up your chicken sandwich and sit down and look around the theater and go, what happens here? Because <laughs> what happened there was one player piano on the stage. Oh, no. That was it. It was one player piano sitting on the stage just playing music. I'm like there used to be a show here, Christy. What's the, <laughs> what's the show like now, please? So the show now is the player oh. piano, but it no longer oh plays. My. But oh boy, it, no. it, it, it is direct from a tour of the world's famous 
fairs and expositions. It doesn't play anymore. It's a Wurlitzer, but it's an amazing visual. And it, it you guys could go online and look at it. It's so cool. It's just sitting in the middle of the stage with the red curtains behind it. I'm um, really more I'm into sure. band organs. <laughs> it's another thing you could do a show on. It's <laughs> really good. You know what? I'm going to, that's a really good idea. And I think I'm going to make a mental note to in sometime in the future when we have a show that I can shoehorn a bunch of band organ information into, I will definitely do it. But what would that be? Oh, there's so many band organs around the park, Jimmy. There? You have there's one at the, I know at there's the one Golden at the, Horseshoe. The, yeah. Oh, well, I know there's one yeah. at the candy shop, is it? There's one at the candy shop. And you mm-hmm. know that actually has a little tie to where like when you're waiting for the rope to drop and you you hear and see the band organ then later when you're at dumbo and you see and hear that band organ you're like that oh, was this is a place well it, they're kind of the same ish and then there's a also a band yeah. yeah there's also a band organ at the mark twain uh dock or rather it's a recording <laughs> of one and there's a band organ at the golden horseshoe and they used a band organ um <laughs> to record the soundtrack for the uh the bicentennial parade yeah. uh yeah yeah that that was cool that was the entire soundtrack was uh, it was all one band organ doing patriotic music ooh <laughs> yep. so hey, if somebody doesn't make band organ into a drinking game when you guys do that you are doing it wrong that's a good point yeah i don't know that we'll talk about it again but um anyway so <laughs> as an avatar for the audience uh mm-hmm. what's next <laughs> the current state the decor are you gonna assign any more points for for history there here okay here's so eric at the golden horseshoe at disneyland california do they have buddy epson buddy epson, is buddy epson was the dancing man he, oh. buddy epson was the dancing man <laughs> model you. i just remembered it okay thank you <laughs> Um, he was the what, catalyst for animatronics. Yes. What is currently at the Golden Horseshoe at Disneyland? And please tell me it's not a damn player piano that doesn't work. It's not a player piano. It's two pianos being played oh, by Jesus. guys in Western wear. It's a dueling pianos Western that. theme oh, I show. I hate that so much. What? I love it. I think uh, it's great. Is it it's like Western eight, themed. It's fun. Is it like yeah. eight times a day or is it? Like ongoing, I think it's kind of ongoing. I don't think they do shows. I think it's it's kind of that model of walk in, buy your buy your food because well yeah because they got sarsaparilla in um well it's probably just root beer but uh, they they're it big on now. on Sundays there. There's a strawberry Sunday. There's a mint chocolate chip Sunday. Um, ice cream floats, and then they've got like fried food. Could you chicken get nuggets, chicken fish and chips? And then go somewhere else and get waffles and make a makeshift chicken and waffles. You could leave and go to the stage door cafe, which shares the same kitchen and buy some waffles I'm there. Totally stealing that idea. And then you've got the, uh, the, the spicy um, Buffalo sauce from golden horseshoe. And you could get some like strawberry sauce from stage door cafe. Then you got the spicy and savory and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So they just went to the like music department at uh, Cal State Fullerton, and they're like now hiring two piano people that have improv experience. What's wrong with that? It's I something. Hate, they're I doing hate, something. They, that's true. 
It's and live I, versus better. Recorded. I look, I know, I know it's going to end up going in a positive direction for golden horseshoe, but you bet you may as well have said that they are hosting like all Phil Collins karaoke. And because <laughs> it is serious. I, I hate doing you don't like Phil Collins Dan? so much that that's well documented. Um, yeah, I um, do you not listen to Danny. Have no, you not I, known me for? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you, you were you not points? the very person? Were you not? I'm sorry, Christy. Were you not the That's very okay. person who I talked to when they released Tarzan about how I will never watch that movie? Listen, because I, I know refuse. this. <laughs> I know it, but. I didn't know if the podcast universe. Oh yes, I have yet to see Tarzan or any or any Tarzan product in movie. Do, do they have a sequel for is this there a very sequel reason? To Tarzan? I believe there. Yes, there is. I don't know why I had to think about. That. What's it about? Okay. Uh, well, who knows? Yeah, no one will never know. I'm sorry, Christy. Before I stepped on you, what you were, what, what are you? To what say things place? <laughs> I just wanted to say, since we are talking about delicious food, yes. there is um, the diamond. You can eat a diamond. The diamond horseshoe has the saloon feast. That's right. A buffet is it- that serves all of your favorite barbecue. <gasps> yep. I know. Is it the person bar- who serves it to you named Cookie? Please. <laughs> You know it is. <laughs> oh, I just, I'm going to believe that because. And sneeze guards. Yes. Sneeze guards this... are so, so khaki. Well, they're unnecessary. Is the thing. Yeah. No, they're but just. Yeah. This is an all you can eat thing. but it's for optics. Christy, right? This is an all you can eat. Yes. It has carved roast beef, smoked sausage, citrus oh, marinated chicken, barbecue pulled pork, mac and cheese, harvest baked beans. A seasonal <sighs> vegetable, smashed potatoes, salad, cornbread to start, and a s'mores cake for dessert. That's right. Come and get it. I you would can use the uh, Disney dining plan, right? Yeah, I think you can. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. I think I'm going to have chili in a bread bowl? Mm, don't you knock chili in a bread bowl? It's, it has a <laughs> place. I'm, I'm saying chili <laughs> in a bread bowl is at, it is has at a the place. Golden Horseshoe. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get there. Hold on. I still We're rolling it. up sleeves here. Uh, it, yeah. No, no, no. I I, I got it. I'll, I'll get your heroin too. Don't worry. Um, I kind of like that name, Sleeves. Come up with the reason to use it. Um, I'm so torn. Okay. Jimmy, are you, uh, I'm going to call on you because yes. I need you to... You know me well enough, I, and and so correct my anger towards as somebody who enjoys that uh, stuff. Barbecue. The, 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 the no 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 no. I love barbecue. Um, in fact, I have a feeling I'm going to gain a lot of weight soon. Um, I think that <laughs> <laughs> just from all the buffets. Who knows? From all the traveling and trips to Disney. Yeah, of course. Um, I, <laughs> uh, dueling pianos. Yes. Correcting for the fact that I hate them. How many yes. points is fair? I think it's worth a point. You know, you've got a you've got a robot piano or you've got human beings who are interacting and doing live performance. Live performance is always better than pre recorded. But and but considering that the robot piano doesn't work. Does, well, is that, that two points or still one? But also I, considering that I really hate dueling pianos. I'm going to say two. Okay, that's fair. 
Two points for Golden. Wait, that's this one. That dancing gave old Bill the willies, so he wrote them little billies. Okay, so now let's get back to the food. Barbecue. All you can eat barbecue. All you can eat no, barbecue at no. Diamond. What about Golden? What are you eating there? Golden, chicken breast nuggets, fish and chips, um, mixed green salad, chili cheese fries, chili in a bread bowl, and an assortment of sundaes, mint, like I mentioned, mint chocolate chip, strawberry, hot fudge, ice cream float, chocolate cake. Can we talk about... They're, they're, they're leaning into the, uh, into the ice cream thing. Yeah. Can we talk about the history of the menu? I just want to hear all the old good stuff that was up. <laughs> Wranglin Fanta Orange Float. Yes. It served in a in a signature boot mug. Mm. Oh, we love things served in we, boot mugs, Dan. Yes, yes. I mean, this isn't going to get points because I. But I, I just want to. I want to. Basically, I'm trying to figure out how many more points to give Diamond Horseshoe because of the stuff that they <laughs> used to have at Golden Horseshoe. We have pirates and aerial punch. Oh, you're you're good. You're you're solid. Golden horseshoe. <laughs> what did they used to have? What did they? What are you? What are you thinking of? What are you? They had little like tasting in your wraps, taste memory. Little wraps and stuff. Okay. They used to have like a full menu. You could get sandwiches, chili, and a bread. Everybody loves a good sandwich. All right, so Eric, a diamond horseshoe. Okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. No, go for it, Jimmy. I didn't get uh, historical food. Yeah, no, let's start fine. a podcast about historical food. <laughs> so, It'll never be a like, great idea. Sounds like for food today that the Diamond Horseshoe has better food options. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say, oof, I got to say five points in my heart. Oh, wow. Because it's, wow. it's such a huge difference. Wait, no, no. But it's to watch a damn player piano that doesn't work. Well, we already talked about that. We've already we've already allowed for those points. Here's what I'd like to ask, and I don't know how much more you guys have, but just to move things along a little bit, uh, today, you know, January 8th, 2020, mm-hmm. can you give me like an elevator pitch of why I would go to Golden Horseshoe versus Diamond Horseshoe? Eric, do you want to go first? Uh, yes, I can. Um, let's see. I've got, a, well, we've, we've got... Decorate, you know, decor to talk about and stuff. Well, but go ahead. I think talk I think we it. can. I, well, I'll work it into the into the elevator pitch. There you go. Um, all right. The Golden Horseshoe Saloon is ex- looks extremely similar now to the way it looked sixty four years, six months, and twenty two days ago. Uh, designed as a saloon from the eighteen forties, Harper Goff ripped off his own designs for the set of the movie Calamity Jane, which was a Doris Day joint from nineteen fifty three. Uh, why let a good design go to waste? Joint. Uh, there are, <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> you know are what? stories. You, you know what? Two points for that. That is that is working smart, not hard. I like that. Hmm. Yep. That dancing gave old Bill the willies, so he wrote them little billies. Um. Yeah. There. There are different stories around how that went. Some people say that Walt didn't know that Goff had done the set for that movie. I'm pretty sure that's not true. Um. Because he 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 went to Goff specifically to say, "Hey, I want this design." And when you look at the the designs of the sets, they look very similar. Um, he pretty much used the same floor plan to make this horseshoe shaped theater with a with an upper balcony and everything. Um, interesting, weird side fact: uh, the set from Calamity Jane was used for one additional movie. 
It was called The Phantom of the Rue Morgue. Ooh. And, and if it was you had a, said The Phantom of the Paradise, you would have gotten so. <laughs> well, it. it wasn't. It was The Phantom of the Rue Morgue from, uh, from one year later in 1954. And it was a horror movie set in Paris's Moulin Rouge. So wow. the Calamity Jane, the well, in Calamity Jane, the saloon was called the Golden Garter. Then it became the Moulin Rouge, and then it became the Golden Horseshoe in reality. Hmm. Um, fun fact, the villain in the Phantom of the Rue Morgue was a scientist who trained a gorilla to kill can-can dancers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a point. So that's a point. I don't care. I don't. Right. I don't. I know how. I know. Yeah. I have to. That's that's the kind of cinema we're dealing with here. Yeah. I just. It could be, so here's the reason why that's a point is because if I had seen that movie and I had made that connection, I'd be sitting there the whole time like, "Where's the gorilla? It's gonna happen, isn't it?" And that's awesome. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it, it's. It's set, it, it, the, the saloon is designed to look like it's from the, the uh, 1840s. It's not, look, it doesn't look like an actual Old West saloon that would have been more wood and more dirt and, and grime. It, it's more like, a, like an opera house from the time. It's very, uh, very fancy, gilded wallpaper, um, hand-carved uh, wooden details. Um, the... I mean, the railing still exists there. The original railing, mm-hmm. although it has been augmented a little, a little bit, um, several years ago to combat the, uh, the, the rash of people just falling over the railing, <laughs> um, just constantly falling over the railing into the crowd below, uh, into the adoring throng of people waiting to buy their food wow. and watching shows, sitting at tables, delightfully cramped together. Um, they installed a, a railing that's an additional. Um, foot higher what i what i like about that and i don't know that it's necessarily point worthy but i just wanted to it's just something i'm thinking of i know that when i when i touch that railing at disneyland i'm touching the same railing that like so many people have touched throughout the years and it's just it's like it's like i'm touching history well and there you go exactly it's it's and then i go home and i smell my fingers (laughs) right maybe maybe like i'm a little bit it's fine um but yeah it's it's the same place. Nothing has changed. Yes, they put an extra railing on there. They they put an effort in. There's little scroll work on the edges of the of of that rail, uh, but the original is still there. Um, you're even these, like you're kind of like breathing the same air that so many people have breathed throughout the years. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you've got the same fifteen sets of uh, Texas Longhorns that are that are set up around the room. Um, there are paintings done by uh, Charles M. Russell and Frederick, Frederick Remington. They were big time cowboy painters in the, the early 1900s and late 1800s. Um, actual art around the room. There's even, um, and I, I really hope that we can work this into some more, more episodes in, in the future, because um, there's a lot about the parks 
uh, it, well, Disneyland in particular, and a little bit of Walt Disney World that revolves around the movie Summer Magic, starring Burl Ives. Oh, oh that's interesting. Uh, that sounds like it would just be the, very enthralling. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just putting that out mm-hmm, there. That mm-hmm. Something for the future. Focus on Summer Magic and Burl Ives because there's a painting of a scantily clad saloon vixen reclining on a tiger skin rug hanging behind the bar. <gasps> Ooh, we told Jeremy. Is it still there? About it. Is it still there? It's still they, there. And they didn't, so they didn't replace it with like a Billy Bass or something? No, they didn't replace <laughs> it with a Billy Bass. Uh, very, very scantily clad for, for Disneyland. She's got, you know, a few pieces of like white cloth over her, yes. her business. Um, I mean, that's got to get points. And this painting was in the movie. Point for that. that by Osh Popham. Point for every, point for that because of all the times it probably made me very uncomfortable as a child. And... <laughs> That dance he gave old Bill the Willie, so he wrote them little Billies. All that other historical stuff done by all those people that have done so many things and are, you know, is that all still there? Yeah, those those horns are still there. The classic paintings are still there. It's they haven't changed. They added a railing to I mean, to, to their credit. No one has fallen to their deaths inside the the Golden Horseshoe since they installed that railing. But didn't Walt jump from the balcony to the stage on July thirteenth? <laughs> I, I he... believe he levitated. Okay, to the stage. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, for the and record, he was not smoking longest... when he did that. Yeah, that's right. For the record, this is the longest elevator ride of my life. Um, um, so okay, I think another point for for just general history. Mainly because there's so much of it, not because it's like, oh, it's old and it's cool. Um, and that feels fair to me. Yeah, you asked for an elevator pitch and then I read a script that I wrote earlier today. This is the Burj Al Khalifa we're on. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not so much a Walt touched it thing as it's like all of those people touched it. That's a thing. True. Right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can even you can even look at the the steer horns where in the um in the episode of uh Walt Disney's World of Color, yeah, where they for the ten thousandth performance of the Golden Horseshoe Review, Wally Bogue takes his hat off and jams it onto one of the, the steer horns on his way onto stage. Yeah. You can so see that that you, thing. You can look at all those things and imagine how much better it used to be while you watch to people in their 20s do the same stupid jokes over and over again that they have to pretend are the same jokes i mean as opposed to people in their 60s doing the same jokes over and over again sometimes 10 times a day (laughs) it's just it's just a cheap ultra it it's a cheap answer what should we put there i don't know the bar up the street on harbor boulevard is really popular with dueling pianos um so, Christy, how about you? What's your elevator pitch? So, my elevator pitch is that the Diamond Horseshoe looks a lot like the Golden Horseshoe. It's blue and white. It's trimmed out. But the one thing I found really interesting, and this is going to be my huge pitch because Eric already pitched all of my architecture, including Longhorns, pictures, old-timey pictures. It's very similar. The one thing I thought was really interesting is that it really is... The extern, the architecture of the building is kind of moving 
us through time. So it's supposed to be the connection between like Main Street, like the East and West. It's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, we talked Louis. about this on the Squares episode where the, the, it was St. Louis style architecture, which exactly. is the gateway to the West. And that's the transition point between uh, Liberty Square and Frontierland. And it's awesome. And I thought that was so entertaining. And that really is my big elevator pitch because honestly, looking at the two of them from the inside, and I did look at both of them from the inside, they're extraordinarily similar, but it's just amazing that they were able to take that concept from one coast to bring it to the other coast, bring the entertainer to that coast to make that show fly because they knew how amazing it was in Disneyland and they brought it to Florida to do the same thing. I do want to give... I do want to give Diana, there's a reason for this one. And and this is because this point can only go here as the diamond horseshoe is the keystone in this bridge between the two places. Yes. So it can't necessarily go towards Frontierland. Should we ever do a show devoted to Frontierland? And it also can't necessarily go towards Liberty Square. It can only go towards itself. Because it is that keystone. So um, that's a point. I think that's just one point. Because officially the Diamond Horseshoe sits within Liberty Square. These borders. But a few steps to the west puts you sep- uh, squarely in Frontierland. <laughs> squarely. Um, I Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, as I think, Jimmy, we talked about, I think that that, that, trope of like okay it's it's in chronological order and that that equals theming i think that's cheap but um accepting that that is happening are you (laughs) accepting (laughs) accepting that that is happening and there's no way around it having that one building as the thing that kind of works in both directions i think is really impressive yes yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, what else? I do have one thing that I wanted to mention, and this is just, it goes back to the theming you guys were just talking about. If you're in the Frontierland shooting gallery, you need to check out the community bulletin board and find the partially hidden poster advertising the Diamond Shoe Review, the Diamond Horseshoe Review. I Very thought that cool. was so awesome. I think that's a cool. point for shooting gallery, should that ever happen. Oh, yeah, it's a good that point. Ever happen. <laughs> If it's ever going to happen, we should bank. It's that a reserved one. point, bank point. Yeah, right. And the bank one point. For <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so weird. What is that? It oh, it's, it's just a guy. It's just a guy covering uh, covering a song from Cats. Oh, okay. Oh, the musical that came out last month. I think that's from the movie. <laughs> Could be. I haven't <laughs> seen it, and I never will. Um, <laughs> You know, it's funny. Recently, we, I, I talked about this on a previous episode. I think we, my wife and I are doing uh, the KonMari thing. <laughs> and, yes. And we, you know, I have so many of those little hand sanitizers that you get at like trade shows and stuff. We had like a hundred oh, of yeah. them. And we got yeah. rid of all of them. This is like, oh, good. We're not going to need these. They this don't bring like, you joy. What are you going to do with hoarding that? them? They yeah. exactly they don't bring me joy, so we just got rid of all of them, and it was it was really it it was cathartic, yeah. You know, because you know, you I'm, say that. Well, you've inspired me because I I hear I'm I, I'm actually looking at it right now. I have so much soup, 
and like i don't know what i'm gonna do with it i don't even really i mean i like soup but i tend to go out to eat a lot yeah. and my closet is just filled with toilet paper i think oh my gosh right we got rid of all most of ours we just donated yeah it. yeah because you could just go get more right right yeah yep. yeah i yep. think that's what mark and i are going to do this weekend is we're going to clean out our pantry and get rid of all of that stuff that you know we've had we're just not using and we're just going to bundle it up and take it we're with yeah. you guys it's that's time right i um, i feel like i feel like people prepare too much and they have too right? many things I feel like, and you know what, this is, I, I think this is going to be a, a, a resolution for 2020. I'm just going to think about what I need in the moment and just, just worry, just get that. Don't worry about planning for anything. Um, just live I think in the now. Living in the now. There I think go. that's really, that's, that's going to be my 2020. You know, they say tw- uh, hi- hindsight is 2020. Now sight is 2020. Ooh, brilliant. Yeah. Well said. Yep. yep. Do we have any closing arguments for the golden or diamond horseshoe? <laughs> I think Jimmy I a, wants us to finish. <laughs> I would like to cross examine the, uh, the witness. Oh, are, okay. Um, is there a witness? Counselor diamond horseshoe. Um, oh, that's me. I'm the witness. <laughs> how often is your location open? Well, oh. I was leaving that out cause it's a little sad. But um, it's only open seasonally, and they do sandwiches from time to time. Um, it opens for a couple hours when they have lunch, and then it's open for a couple of hours for dinner. But it's open very seasonally. Interesting. I'll just leave that here on the table. Turn around. Let the judge think about that. Ponder it. That's worse. Maybe that's worse than dueling beer. <laughs> is it no, way worse not. than dueling? Is it is it three points worse? And that takes away my delicious barbecue. No, the barbecue's still there. Just it's in there when you is go. It though? It's in the walk-in freezer while they serve you a sandwich. When I could get my chili in a bread bowl all the time and watch my hilarious favorite dueling pianos. <laughs> that's it's something. It's fine. That's five points for Golden Horseshoe. Five points for seasonality. That dancing gave old Bill the willy, so he wrote so, him Eric, what, you're, you're leading to something. How often is the Golden Horseshoe open? It's always open. Yeah, oh, come please. on. It has oh, to be. I it's mean, at Disneyland. Sometimes Disneyland closes, but <laughs> not yeah. But I mean, when does that happen? I mean, for a that day, right? right? Yeah, here, there. Disneyland has been. I mean, other than those those few instances, like the Kennedy assassination, nine eleven. Disneyland's always open. Always. Well, and you can always, always count on it to be open that's because true. Disneyland. Right. It, it's almost like that's part of my bearing on reality is it's like even if i'm having a bad day and this is this is actually pretty it's actually kind of true um even if i'm having a horrible day and things are falling apart in my life i know that there's someone enjoying like one of my favorite things at Disney. Which is, That's of course, doing like the narration yeah. at the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, and Small World is playing <laughs> at all times during the day at all times. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, around no, the but, world. But like, I'm actually, I'm actually are being over Peter Pan. Right. I'm actually being surprisingly sincere about this. It, it, it has been a thing that I've turned to, to think about and go and, uh, you know, Disney world too, but it's, it's less, it's less in my heart than Disneyland. Um, just knowing that like, yeah, so this is a miserable day, but someone's going down the flume at Pirates of the Caribbean right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, so hmm. to date, this is our longest running episode uh, <laughs> so far. I can't so imagine I think, them getting I, longer. <laughs> I know. And I think we should probably close it out. So uh, where are the points? The points are Golden Horseshoe, 18. Diamond Horseshoe, 15. Oh, so close, close yet so far. And, and it's we've been, done all it's, our closing arguments. Yeah. I mean, if you have any final thoughts. Um, I think we, I, I think I know. I, well, I think I know maybe, but for sure, complete. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm done. For sure. Yeah. I complete two podcast talk. So the golden horseshoe <laughs> is the supreme See, horseshoe. They're, they're start, let me say it. And I just want to point out that I think it's great that our guests are already talking like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but it appears that the golden horseshoe is the supreme horseshoe. Pirates, pirates, pirates. Wow. Oops. Uh, well, that is very exciting. Um, and thank you guys for joining us. This is very good. Um, so, so the Diamond Horseshoe, I've, I, I'll be honest, I've never been inside of it. And hmm. I've been in the Golden Horseshoe, but I've never watched a show before. So it, this was a good show for me to be just sort of a, you know, typist. Um, <laughs> I didn't and, hear much and, typing. Well, I was on mute a lot. Thank you. So, and I want you guys to listen to our next episode. We talk about Star Tours. It's the people versus Star Tours. It's where we kind of argue, is Star Tours even necessary? Um, oh, wow. Hey, okay. Jimmy, before we before we record that, we should definitely check in with Jeremy to see if he's on the same page. That's a good point. Well, he's in China right now. Right. Or some people say China. Oh, right. Um, or actually, you know what, Jimmy? I think we should go ahead and just go with our idea. And I yeah, think it's safe to that. assume that he's he's just going to he's just going to agree with what, where we're he at. He loves on doing that. this show. He'll be fine with whatever <laughs> we choose. It's fine. Uh, but in the meantime, so, yeah, so Diamond Horseshoe is sort of a, 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 a we have to do it because we had it at Disneyland thing. Wally Bogue being there was really cool. It's a good idea, but it seems to kind of have died out. Disney World seems to be a little bit more of a processing people thing. And so the Diamond Horseshoe isn't quite as impactful as the Golden Horseshoe. Is that fair? Oh, I think that's fair. And I also think it's, um, it, while it pays homage to Disneyland, because right. it was their opening day, it it is the Golden Horseshoe. I mean, the sign even has a Golden Horseshoe on it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, but they, they, it's that. got little blue dots on it instead of red dots. Yeah, oh, yeah and it has a diamond well, in the horseshoe. And it, yeah, at, you're right. At the end of the day, I would say that like where Disneyland, they had a good thing and they didn't really know what they had and they threw it away. I'm sure there's a song out there that's like that. Um, mm -hmm. And they, you know, they got rid of the show itself. 
at Disney World, the Diamond Horseshoe, they had this good thing. And it's almost like they wanted to lose this very argument because they were like, yeah, let's just serve saltines like on a Wednesday in during Christmas. You know, it's um, it's sad. They're both sad to me. Yeah, well, but uh, I feel like at least Disneyland is still trying to do something with it. Disney World has always felt like, oh, they need to paint in here. They need to just close it, freshen it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make it seasonal. Eh, whatever. Right, right. Uh, not unlike the the place in uh, God in um, Adventureland across from Pirates. There's a restaurant that's seasonal. They used to sell like tacos and stuff. Now it's like chili dogs, but. If that kind of like the restaurant on Tom Sawyer's Island in Disney World, if it's open, it's not a good sign because that means it's real crowded. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where uh, they serve hot dogs and chips. Yeah. <laughs> hot dogs, chili dogs. Um, all right. Anyway, otherwise, they, there are other shows. So congratulations to the Golden Horseshoe. Um, Thank you. And <laughs> please listen to our two other shows. Uh, on, it's Ears Up and Ears Up In Depth. And Dan and I have been thinking about doing another podcast about straight-to-video Disney sequels. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what do we you don't know what it? to call it. We don't know what to call it, but um, and we need a third host. Yeah, to figure. I'm out. thinking hey, we need... sequel hoedown or sequel jamboree. Oh, oh there we go. How about the you? golden sequel Ooh. or the diamond oh, sequel? There, there we you go. go. I, well, I like the idea of involving some kind of a money thing. It, we'll get to it. Yeah, and we need to find a, a, some kind of improv person. But anyway, maybe Well, Audrey, Jimmy, you know I do improv, right? right? I know, with Audrey. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe she'd be a good She's busy, good option, But that's true. Uh, okay, and then you can contact us. You can contact Jeremy. He's at Spectro underscore radio at all the socials, mostly Instagram and Twitter. I'm Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com and Dan at earsup-podcast.com. And then Eric, where can people find you? E. Johnson at concierge.com. There's a Z in there? No, there's <laughs> just an S. We we do ears the way people spell ears. The normal. You can wait, also call... Wait, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah ears you can also call 856-our-ears. Okay. To then why concierge? Why do it with us? Just don't. Just don't. Uh, Christy, how can people reach you? Uh, Christy in a can at gmail.com. What does Ah. that mean? What does that mean? Um, Well, you know, sometimes when a girl needs some private time. Oh, you like to go to the bathroom a lot. Okay. Christy in the can. With my cell phone. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. This has been the case of the Horseshoes Golden V Diamond they're underutilized spaces, and uh, we hope they become more utilized. <laughs> I'm going to go sell my uh, Purell stock. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and hey, you know, first show of the year, I just want to say to all the listeners, let's make 2020 the best year ever. 2020, the best year ever. Shake hands with all your friends. Make connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. give it, you know, hug somebody. Hug That's a stranger. Right. Not there. enough people do that. Lick an attraction. I, I will. I have. <laughs> you have? March 11th. I'm, well, I will. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, oh, yes. No. You know what? I'm going to go for it. March 11th. It's my, it's my time to come back to Disneyland. Right. I'm going to lick that small world. 
<laughs> I'll be there and we'll share that Sunday or that uh, chocolate shake. And I'll right, eat everybody. the nuts right out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Touch your faces. Don't wash your hands. Yeah. And hug everybody. Smell them. <laughs> Smell your fingers when you get home. It's it's hug like a everybody. postcard. <laughs> be good to each other. We'll see you next time. And you have all sorts of ammunition for the Easter bunny. Easter bunny. Egg. Easter bunny. Easter bunny. The resurrection. Time bunny. of year. Time oh, for joy and time for cheer. Easter Even bunny pops a lot. That's because I don't know that the chipmunks have an Easter song. Easter bunny time Easter is now. Bunny. Time <laughs> to go into and the Jesus crouch. came out from the tomb. <laughs> I came out of mommy's room. <laughs> and it rhymed. <laughs> this is going to get cut. <laughs> do we really do we really need this joke uh, yeah, it's fine let's drop it uh. renee allard was the latest to be arrested as part of a horse doping ring renee March okay wait 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 okay here we're gonna we're gonna just we're going to mix this in. It's going to work fine. Okay. Seamless. Seamless. What's the person's name? All right. Did Jimmy leave? Yeah. Pretty much. I think it's he likely. Did. I think it's pretty likely. He was involved in the horse scandal. <laughs> um, <laughs>